Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Santa Claus we never see. Santa Claus, what's that? Who's he? No one cares for you, us, me. When you're in an orphanage, it's a hard knock life. It's the hard knock life for us. It's the hard knock life. Blessed are the poor in spirit. And what great lyrics they are to that song. It's a hard knock life. Instead of treated, we get tricked. Instead of kisses, we get kicked. It's a hard knock life. One of the great joys of being the Christian car guy is I get to call the applicants on the Jesus labor love. That's car repair for single moms, widows, families in crisis, and when they answer, I often get the sense that I'm speaking to Annie from the musical. Seriously, Annie, it's a hard knock life. That is to say, instead of treated, we get tricked. You can hear it in their voice. Instead of kisses, we get kicked. <laughs> and uh, if you could get a sense of it, it's a person who's been beaten down and taken advantage of too many times, Jerry. Absolutely. You know, and the thing is, I think, you know, some to a more extent degree than others but we've all been there at some point yeah so no wonder they don't trust me and they're often skeptical of you know what's this ministry going to do for me and you know what what am I, what where's the catch <clears throat> so to speak <laughs> and so there i am in this conversation with this person that you know and again i guess god trained me for this all my life jerry because i'm a car salesman <laughs> Everybody I ever talked to. Car salesmen always have no compassion. (laughs) No, what I mean is everybody I ever walked to up on a car lot immediately didn't trust me. I mean, that was just part of my life. And so it was, you know, it's been my life to try to figure out a way to show somebody I really am trying to help you in spite of the fact that they're, they're kind of see where this catch is. But anyway, so I normally just ask them, you know, tell me what's going on with your car. And, uh, you know, they'll tell me usually a, a story that's not very pleasant and, and, and quite often loaded with all these people that took advantage of them. And then God gave me this years ago, and it, I, it, it has changed my life, and it certainly changed a lot of people's lives as I've been able to, to experience just being obedient to him in this. But he, right then and there, right after they share their story, I always ask them, is it okay if we pray? You know, just that simple. Is it okay if we pray? And and I've never had anyone even come close to turning me down. They're usually like, you can tell they kind of pause, and they're like, well, yeah, sure, you know, yeah, that'd be great. <clears throat> and God gave me this amazing prayer, and the format of this prayer, I, I really can't take any credit for it, but what it does is unbelievable. And I so I, I thought I would share that with the listeners today to kind of see what God gave me on a way to help people 
trust you that don't trust you. So the way I start out this prayer is, Heavenly Father, thank you for Marjorie. I use my mother's name, Marjorie, because that's I just you fill in the blank, whoever that the applicant is. And thank you for her courage to ask for help. Thank you, Father, that Marjorie is trying to take care of her family and provides safe transportation. Father, we need your wisdom and your help to know what to do. And thank you that I know you want to meet Marjorie right here, right here at her point of need. And I know you want her to know that you care and you will take care of her. And I ask this in Jesus' name. That seems like a really simple, fairly quick prayer. And I wouldn't believe this. I really wouldn't believe it if I hadn't experienced it so many, many times. More often than not, I'm, I'm telling you, most of the time, the applicant will have gone from the hard knock, knock attitude to actually in tears. And you can hear it in their voice that they are crying. That prayer touches their heart in a way that really I, it doesn't touch mine. And so this week, I mean, I was I was jealous. I was like, God, I don't get this because I've I've done this so many times, and and why are they feeling this so deeply at the point of tears, and I'm not? Can you imagine praying with somebody, and all of a sudden you see them just being deeply moved by God, but and and you're moved. I mean, you know God's in there, but you're not to the point that they are, and you don't see what's going on there. And his answer to me was, Robbie, because I really went to him with this. I was like, God, I need to know. What is it that I'm missing? And he said, Robbie, the applicants are poor in spirit. And he kind of took me to this passage in Mark 10 where you had the rich young ruler and the amazing wisdom that Jesus told him, where he said to that young ruler who <laughs> called him good at the beginning of the conversation, he said, one thing you lack Go your way, sell whatever you have and give it to the poor, and you'll have treasure in heaven. Come, take up the cross, and follow me. You see, when you have nothing but God, you're poor in spirit. And when Jesus meets you at that place, tears flow, not just financially. You know, my father and a good, good friend of mine lost their wives recently. Rob Young was, you know, Bob Young, my Christian, you know, Christian junkyard guy, lost his son. You talk about poor in spirit. Uh, there's no way to even communicate how they felt when, I mean, riches meant nothing to them. <laughs> nothing means anything when you're at that point of loss. And you, you couldn't imagine being more spirit, more poor in sp spirit. But no doubt that God had them. And each one will tell you a very unique way that God came after them in that place when they were totally destitute of spirit, totally without anything but God. And the tears came. But, you know, Jerry, you can't just, you know, just because you're the one praying and just because you know this intellectually doesn't help you just all of a sudden get there. You know, as you said, I mean, a statement you made, how this is a simple prayer. And this is a lesson I learned and, and took me a while to learn it. Uh, when I was elected as a deacon and then later an elder at Pinedale, 
was the fact of you go to a home where somebody's just broken. I mean, it could be a, a financial broken by that. It can be an illness or whatever. Early on, I always kept thinking, you know what? I need to know that. What What is that special scripture to, to read to them that's going to make everything better? And it took me a while to finally realize when I was spending time with a, a good buddy of mine that was going through cancer, Archie Ball, it was nothing but just spending the time and reflecting Jesus Christ. And it wasn't anything elaborate. It wasn't any kind of scholarly. It was just just a simple prayer. And all of a sudden being the instrument that brings somebody closer to Christ and at least allows them to know, you know what, there's somebody here on earth that cares about you. But more importantly, there's somebody in heaven that cares about you. And that 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 is powerful. It really it really is. And I I you know, sit back in amazement of it. And so many things can fill us up, you know, our pride, our wealth, our work, our family. <laughs> but praise God, he knows to break us. He knows how to break us so he can bless us. And so now let's turn that on you. You're listening. When were you there? When did you get porn spirit? You didn't know how you were going to get out of that car problem, or maybe it was a house problem, or maybe a family problem. When were you there? Do you remember when God came and the tears came? All that, that, that moment where all of a sudden, Jerry, you know that Jesus sees you and he cares. Where blessed are you for yours is the kingdom of heaven. That's, you know, blessed are the poor in spirit right there because yours is the kingdom of heaven because at that point in time you get to touch it. And so we would love to hear your story. And so would lots of other people want to hear your story. If God is urging you with that story this morning, he's got you right there. You, He's saying, yeah, yeah, that's the one. You call us, 866. That may be the, that your story may be the one that changes somebody else's life. Right. That's going through something right now, and they don't have any answers. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. 866 866- Three, four, truth, if you're digitally gifted, but I'll give it again slowly because my kids always say, you say it too fast, Ed. It's 866-348-7884. Well, your car may be poor in spirit, so we're going to get to some spring cleaning needs. We're going to talk about the Jesus Labor Love some. we got all this stuff coming up on the Christian Car Guy Show. It's all at ChristianCarGuy.com. Stay tuned. We want to hear your story. 866 348 7884 truth So much more. Christian Car Guy Show coming at you. It's the hard knock life for us. It's the hard knock life for us. Static treat We get tricks. Static says we get tricks. It's the hard knock life. Santa Claus, we never see. Santa Claus, what's that? Who's he? No one cares for you, us, Mitch. When you're in an orphanage, it's a hard knock life. I just love those rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I, there's just no one cares for you, a smidge, when you're in an orphanage. I mean, you know, whoever wrote that was just gifted. <laughs> but also, there's, there's a sad sort of sense to it of what happens to adults or children, you know, when they're used to being tricked rather than treated and kicked rather than, you know, kissed. And, and it's a, it's, it's a, a tricky thing. 
And so we would love to hear your story of poor in spirit this morning. When was it that you were at that point where you didn't have any idea how you were going to get out of a situation or you didn't know how to deal with a situation that had come upon your life and all of a sudden God showed up? 866-348-7884-866-348-7884. We have Janice is in Durham. Janice, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. This is kind of a very spontaneous thing, but I felt like I needed to share this. Please. It also gives me an opportunity to publicly praise God. So I'm grateful for that opportunity, which I did not know I was going to have. Oh, we are, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, basically, uh, your answer to the first question you were saying about being poor in spirit. Um, I'm going to make this quick. For some strange reason, um, God has kept me poor in spirit to some degree my entire life. Um, I could go through the different list of reasons why, but I'm not going to do that because I'm going to stay focused here at the moment. Basically, one day after my divorce, my car blew up because I was used to my ex-husband changing the oil. I did a lot of things, but that's one thing he did really take care of. And he was gone. So I didn't. I, I didn't know how everything worked, and the car blew up. My family had helped me in the past to get my cars, even though I didn't ask for them. I was always content with what I had, but they always felt I needed something better or safer or whatever. God's blessing again. So I had a situation where my family could not help out, and my dad was on the phone, and he said, I can't help you this time. I, I don't know what to say. And I said, Daddy, I understand. I said, um, it's okay. I'll figure it out. And basically, I went into the bathroom there at the Sport Durst place, that they had told me about my car, and I simply went into the bathroom, and I just looked up at the ceiling, but I was looking up at God in my head, and I just said, okay, what do you want me to do? I had two kids, and I had mostly been a full-time mom. The money was scarce, and I said, what do you want me to do? You know, you don't do something here. I don't know what to do. And, I, and they both, um, my son had been type 1 diabetic since he was 7. So in that case, God knew in order to keep my son here, I had to travel. I had to have a car. There were, you know, it was, it was a necessity. And to make a long story short, a few minutes after my, that prayer, my father called me because he did have connections with cars in the car business. And he said, it's a miracle. I don't know what to tell you. Somebody just called me, and they're doing me a favor, and told me that there was a, um, I think it was a new C Nissan Sentra, 626 at the time, and, and somebody returned it and was very low mileage. He said, you need to show up at this place at this time today. And that car was purchased for me by my family. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, I do know other people that pray for vehicles, and it doesn't happen, and they have to take the buses, and they rely on family and friends, and I've met people like that. I, I don't have that answer. I don't know why in that one case, God answered my prayer and didn't answer theirs or doesn't at the timing they want. I, I don't know that. You know, God's ways are hard and hard. But all I can say is I was, I was done. I didn't know what to do. And I knew that, you know, my children relied on me, um, and God provided. You know, it's that simple. Very simple. What a beautiful, beautiful 
story, Janice, and well, some things you. that jump out at me was you turned to your earthly father, then to your heavenly father, and interestingly, <laughs> in God's grace and just a phenomenal gift-giving spirit that he has, he allowed your father's heart to be blessed by helping. You know, yeah, it came from God, but when it comes through your father to you, it's, you know, what a what a gift. Uh, what a picture. Um, I just, you know, I'm just touched that you would call yeah. in and, and share that. And, and well, well, you know, to be honest with you, when you said that, are you the one to call up? Do you have a story? And both of them, the poor in spirit, and then the situation with that just hit home. And then it hit home to think, um, at this time, I'm, I'm struggling going through a whole lot of stuff, like we all do. And it's like, what greater opportunity than to publicly give praise to God for, you know, for, for a miracle like that, to be able to publicly, for anyone to hear this, to say, God provided can and, we can we just pray is, with you right now, Janice? Then is that would that be all right? I would love to. Please do because I really my family really does need prayer. Although I didn't call up about this, I understand. Yes, I understand, but Lord, I I am just I'm blown away, and I'm sure many are blown away by Janice's courage to call in and share such a story. I'm blown away by the way you met her need, and and I'm so grateful that you're still touching lives all over the place and, and, and you see us and you see us at our point of need and you even know better what's, what's better for us than sometimes a car, <laughs> you know how to send things through our family and you know how to love us well. And, and so Lord, I pray that you would um, continue to meet Janice's need in the, in the current situation that you would come for her and that you would put your signature on it like you did this this last one so that she would know and she would be able to share with others. What an amazing God. Because, you know, Lord, thank you for your truth that it's through our testimonies of what you do that changes everything. And God bless you, Janice. Thank you for calling in. You made my day. Well, thank <laughs> you. You know, sometimes, sometimes I believe he does things. So, because he knows the ones that will give him praise and credit later in life. And he knew this day would come. I did not. God bless you. Thank you. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share your story. Thank you. It's the hard knock life for us. It's the hard knock life for us. See Santa Claus, what's that? Who's he? No one cares for you, us, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. What an amazing promise. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. We would love to hear your story of when God came for you when you were poor in spirit. What did that look like? What did what happened that caused you to get there, and how did he bring you out? We just had this amazing, amazing story from Janice, and God may be poking you in the ribs saying, here's your chance, because when you are a witness to what God did in your life, you encourage so many people. 
across the country that hear that story and they think, oh, God will be there for me. And the Jesus labor loves what we're talking about, Jerry, um, in as far as we see this every week, uh, car repair labor for single moms, widows, families in crisis across the country, um, we see the needs and we hear the stories and it amazes me how God comes through time and time and time again. And um, it, it, it's there at our website, christiancarguy.com. If you're wondering, you just see the Jesus Labor Love tab. You can apply for help or you can uh, apply to pray with our team. You can uh, donate a car. I had a car uh, promised in uh, Seattle, Washington. Um, so it looks like we're going to need a somebody in Seattle, Washington that needs one at some point in time. And I'll guarantee you there's somebody there that needs that <laughs> car. I, I can. And uh, we, we've got another car that uh, we desperately need in the Raleigh area. Uh, looks like we've got one going to a lady in Richmond. But but also there's the opportunity to give there. And, and if you see there on the side at christiancarguy.com, it's front and center, where if, if somebody feels led to give to this, I know I feel like I'm the lucky one that I get to be there at the point where God meets these needs and I get to hear the tears and I get to hear the, the joy that God is meeting their need there. But it happens as a result of what everybody's doing. The people out there repairing the cars, the people that are giving the people that are praying and, and all that makes it a ministry that, you know, God gave us Jerry through the radio and it's really through the listeners that it all happens. There's so many pieces to it to make it happen. I mean, you start thinking, you know, how God aligns all this and makes it happen is truly, I mean, you know that it, that God's hand was in it and God had a purpose for this. You know, and I, one thing by doing that is when you meet people's needs and you do it through Jesus Christ, I mean, you're not only just meeting that physical need of a car, but you're meeting that spiritual need because they need to know that, People care for them, and that's what that's what we're called to do as brothers and sisters is to be there for each other. The community of believers is what, you know, example of the New Testament church is what Jesus' labor of love is all about. And, you know, and, and you mentioned all those areas. You need somebody to just be praying about the situations. You need people answering the phone. You need people helping coordinate all of this. You know, one thing we certainly need is so many areas we need facilities, uh, companies that are willing to, you know, there, there's somebody out there listening this morning that owns a, uh, yeah, we need a record service or, in Greensboro. Yeah. <laughs> Greensboro the records, Raleigh records and, are one of the things that we just don't have many of. And you don't really think about that. How, you know, I drive, I have a record service and how can I, how can I help the kingdom? And, you know, you just think there's nothing I can do as far as that goes. You know what? There is, cause there's a huge need for that. So if you own a facility, it's a mechanical, body shop, towing, tire shop, I mean, just be praying about it. If you feel God has been pulling on your your heart to to give back in some way or you've been really feeling that urge to do that, maybe maybe this is what God is looking for you to do, to step up and do that. And if you're looking in an area that those service facilities are at, go to the website and look. And, you know, also if, there's, if you're looking for somebody to do service on your car, mechanical work, tire work, Look and see if it's somebody who's involved with Jesus' labor of love because one thing, you'll probably be getting somebody who's going to treat you like a brother in Christ. And that goes a long way. And they're willing to give back to the community. So Yeah, just like Chip's Auto Service in Louisville, Kentucky, stepped up big time this week. And I, I'm always amazed at how these different ones, you know, come around. 
at, at different times. But right now we got to talk a little bit about your car, maybe foreign spirit, which you know <laughs> it's it's that time of year, Jerry. It starts showing up right about now. <laughs> <laughs> that it's coming through all this snow. If you're in North Carolina and ice, they probably had it worse in other places, maybe Salt Lake City. But one of the tricks that we wanted to share, or I don't know if it's a trick, but anyway, I discovered this because my daughter has a Volkswagen that had these really dingy headlights. And so maybe your headlights have gotten to the point where you can't see so well at night. And it really bothered me that I was my wife, my daughter's car wasn't safe. And so, you know, I had gotten this kit actually free from somebody that sent me to check it out. And I used that on the headlight and it didn't do much. And so I went to the park store. I should have gone to Jerry, but I didn't. I, I should have really asked for help from an expert. But instead, I went to the parts store like I often do because parts guys know a lot. And I said, you know, what's the best thing to do on these headlights? And the guy said, well, the best thing is not anything we sell. <laughs> I mean, where do you find an honest guy like that? He says, best thing to do is a buffer. And I thought, okay, well, I don't have a buffer, but I have a drill. And I have a pad that you can, you know, the little buffing pad. And I, so I went down to the hardware store. I got some of that compound because, you know, I used to work in a body shop years ago. So I knew a little bit about it. They got this compound that you actually spin the buffer and it gets on the, the buffing wheel with that. And I went out to my daughter's headlights and, oh, my soul. I mean, they looked brand new, Jerry, in like moments. I was like, why didn't I know this my whole life? I could have, you know. And then, of course, since, you know, I'm like a a kid with a hammer, you know, I want to hit every nail, you know, I can find, Oh, look, my wife's headlights and old red. Uh, next thing you know, everybody's headlights were the cleanest. Thing <laughs> Even though now there's a couple things to be aware of doing that. I mean, it, that is, that's what we do. We will sand them down with 2000 grit paper and, and buff them and then put some wax on it. Cause the wax will keep it. Cause you do open up pores in that plastic. So put some wax in there and it'll keep it where They'll last longer, and at some point you have to do it again. But one mistake that a lot of people will make when they do that, they'll think that sanding it and will get too rough of a grit. It'll get a 180 or something and just really mess their light up. So oh, wow. You're better off not even sanding if you don't have to. But if oh, you I do, nothing, nothing. I have a buff. Yeah, nothing, <laughs> nothing more aggressive than a 1500. But then the other thing, and I know that – Robbie's got some body shop experience, so he didn't make this mistake. But if you're not used to using a buffer very much, always take some duct, I mean not duct tape, but some masking tape and tape out around the light because you have those body parts that are painted that are surrounding the light. Oh, my, yes. And you can And you, next thing you know, that red car of, starts to look really gray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So do that, and that way the buffer doesn't take the paint off of those surrounding parts. And not to mention it doesn't throw all the compound all into the cracks where you got to get a toothbrush out there to yeah, get Yeah, you need and get that off of there that right after doing it because if it sits there for 24 hours or a day, it's almost like concrete. I mean, it's the... So, I, I, I mean, what a way to make your car safer oh. is just to, to get the headlights. You know, they didn't have headlights. Back in the day, they were glass, yeah. you know, so. Well, that's a, one of the things about plastic is, you know, what headlights is generating all that heat, and that's where that tarnishing comes from is because the heat and the, um, it just fogs them up and milks them up. And some lights, uh, you know, also look and make sure that you're not hitting them too hard whenever that tarnishing is on the inside of the light in which some vehicles that is the issue and so no matter how much rubbing you do it's not yeah, going to help you got to replace the cover yeah and there's no way around that and they're 100 and some odd dollars a piece most cars so you 
you got to face that. But another area that just takes a lot of work, and I know you work on them all the time, is wheels. Oh, my word. And all that brake dust just has to get all over those wheels. And, you know, there's, there's nothing like having the right tools to do the job. Am I right, Jerry? Absolutely. Chrome and, and polished wheels, the Brillo pad to clean that stuff off is not the answer. No. <laughs> oh, please not. No. And then I, I saw a thing on the web just today. I was looking at this to refresh my memory. And this guy actually suggested using Comet. And I'm like, oh, my soul. <laughs> Do not. I mean, let me just warn you. No, 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 no. <laughs> Do not use Comet on Chrome. We- or, or, or As a matter of fact, if you're going to clean on your car, leave Comet in the house. <laughs> the Unless kid. there's some porcelain on your car yeah. somewhere. Comet is not the answer to anything that I yeah, can I've think seen, of. I've seen people, I've said people come in and put Comet and wash the car with Comet to get the film and no, sap and no, stuff. No, and no, next no, thing no. you know, Comet you need is- a paint job. <laughs> And the other thing that's dangerous as far as wheels, unless you know how to use it, and there's a lot of people, oh, well, I'll go to the parts store and I'll buy wheel acid. Oh, my soul. There you, you go. Oh, <laughs> wow. Please, please, unless you know what you're doing, do not try this one at home, folks. I mean, I've seen professionals get really badly hurt using that acid. I mean, that's something where you have to use goggles and rubber gloves and there are easier ways to do it. Yeah, stay away from <laughs> Brillo pads, Comet, So and much acid. more Christian Car Guys show coming up. Porn Spirit. Up from the grave he rose again. And as he stands in victory. Since curse has lost its grip on me. For I am his. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. We've been talking about that today. Some amazing stories we've heard. We we heard from Janice earlier on about how God came for her. We've got just a few minutes left for you to share your story. If God is tugging on you, you can dial the phone, 866-348-7884. Again, that's 866 348 7884, as we mentioned, this is um, something we hear from the Jesus Labor Love, car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis, which is at our website, ChristianCarGuy.com, as well as podcasts of all our previous shows, the Jesus, uh, excuse me, the Christian Car Guy Theater, which we got a next, our next episode's coming up next week. It's really fun. I, I'm really excited about where, where that's going, and we're going to get to hear that next week. But all the previous episodes, it's all free, by the way, of Christian Car Guy Theater. All these wonderful gifted actors and actresses donate all that to us so that we can offer it. It's a pretty impressive list, I'll tell you that. It it really is. And it's amazing what God's done with that. So that's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. But also, it's the time of year where a lot of people are cleaning up their cars for that cruise in. And so how neat. We got the car show calendar. We've had that in effect now for over a year, it's amazing how many car shows we have across the country that we're highlighting there. I'm going to be in Atlanta, I think on April 27th or one of the, sometime later in April. 
I'm going to be in Atlanta for a car show there. And did then you do that one last year? I so, did. Yeah, it's going to be thought. really sweet, Water Baptist Church. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> car show, I'm going to be there. And then uh, I just heard about one that's going to be in Advance, North Carolina, that I'm going to be at, I think, in June on the 2nd. So if you're interested in car show cruise-ins and those kind of things, by all means, check out the car show calendar at christiancarguy.com. But in order to get your car ready, we got all these tips, don't we, Jared? And again, we what we'd rather do than share these tips, I want to share the tips, but I'd rather hear your story. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. In order to do wheels, there there are some sprays that aren't loaded with acid that make it a whole lot easier, don't they? Oh, yeah. I mean, really what, what my guys use when they clean up is just using Purple Power clean it just and even with that you still need to get it rinsed off you know a lot of people will do all four at the same time then come back and rinse them all off that's just a bad habit as you do one wheel rinse all of the residue off and then go to the next yeah and that purple you know my guys used to just call it purple yeah. people in the car business know what purple means and that purple power is, is some wonderful stuff and won't hurt you uh if it happens to get on your skin it's nothing you want to keep there but <laughs> It's not like wheel acid or something crazy like that. But another thing, and, and I'm not a big person on um, pressure washers at all for a lot of reasons, and I know you're not. <laughs> Anybody who's ever washed the, the paint off of a car understands what you don't want to use a pressure washer for. But one of the things that I do take to that quarter car wash thing for to pressure wash is floor mats. Uh, I've never heard a floor mat with a pressure washer, but oh, baby, will it clean them. <laughs> knocks that dirt right out of them <laughs> i've actually and you may say robbie you're kind of crazy well i am but i've taken the seats out of my car <laughs> when they got stained really bad and taken them over to the pressure washer i mean that's how we when we used to detail cars that's what you did you took the seats out and you pressure washed them leave them out in the sun you don't want to do that when they would stay wet but it's amazing what you know the soap from a pressure washer will do on a, you know i'm not I'm not claiming any. If you hurt your vehicle or your floor mats, I take no responsibility. So there's Every a disclaimer. Every car wash you go by and you see people with the car seats out in there, you'll know, listen to Robbie. But just make sure you dry them out. I think I'll have a disclaimer right up. If you're going to do this, you need to you know, make sure you, you sign a waiver that Robbie didn't tell you that, really. But what, what was stopping on pressure washing? That's another thing that people make mistakes because they get a spot of something and they bring that nozzle right down with then they really think I'm going to clean knock that, off. that spot off. Yep. They bring it off with that paint you down to the <laughs> sealer. And then there's, there's Jerry's pet peeve in the world. I know what it is before he even goes there. People put on their cars. They think it's no big deal, but what's that Jerry? Well, which one of them? Magnets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, people do not realize that magnet will ruin your paint. Um, so if you're going to put a magnet on, I always tell people, if you want, if you feel the need to have my child is a A student at whatever school, or I go to whatever it may be, or I love dogs, <laughs> please move that thing. Take it off and leave it off, clean in behind it, and move it around on your car because it'll etch into that paint. One thing it'll do, it'll discolor. When you rest your car is fading, if you don't move it, you'll have a spot there when sooner or later you decide to take it off that doesn't match the rest of your car. But the worst thing is that will etch in. It gets moisture in behind it and will etch into the paint. You get ready to peel it off. You take the paint off with it, and it's, uh, it's ugly. It is. Those, yeah. 
you got to move them or lose them. Yeah. <laughs> and preferably, well, we won't go there. But the the next thing we wanted to, I, I was I was curious. You know, grills are particularly hard to clean, in my opinion, unless you have again the right equipment. Oh, but back to the wheels. A good wheel brush is really Get a in gift. This, yeah. If you know how to use a wheel brush, and they have a long handle on them, they have a certain kind of bristle. You can buy them at any parts store. And they will make that that job a lot easier. But when it comes to grills, what do the experts at Ray's Body Shop use? Well, the thing is, just use a real soft brush and just get in there. And you know, or if you got enough time and, and patience, you can always take a rag and just keep going to each. Do you ever use one. that Goo Gone stuff? I like Goo Gone. Uh, yeah, it, but it's the same thing. It's just a matter of getting it all rinsed out of there. But uh, yeah, I mean, you can anything. Just you know, when you start using other chemicals, it's just a uh, read what you're using make sure it's not going to take off the right the finish because that's plastic yeah and it doesn't take a lot to remove yeah you got that butterfly off there but it took yeah. <laughs> a big piece of the argent with it you know with it yeah and that's what people don't realize now chrome is not chrome metal anymore on cars it's chrome plastic and it doesn't take much to to, to cause damage all right, I got one more for you that I'm curious. What does Ray's Body Shop, the experts there, do to deodorize that car that, whoa, it needs some help? It's kind of a tricky thing because people will get offended when you deodorize their car, so usually we'll ask them. But most, you know, one thing you can do, and this is something we don't do, but we have suggested before, if you put a box of baking soda in your car, in the trunk, and also in the car for a few days and leave it, it's amazing how it just evaporates that odor and pulls that odor sort of same principles when you put it in your refrigerator and yeah. you can also get the you can get the glade things that just stick on the vents or anything like that just uh freshen yeah, it and up. it's an amazing thing that lysol itself oh yeah which you know i'm not a particularly fan of lysol but spraying it in the vents kills the bacteria that causes that rusty smock yeah. sock smell but we got a caller i'm going to see if we can get him in real quick here Jasper, if you can, it's, we got Marilyn. She's got a story for us. Marilyn, you're on, or Marilee, you're on a Christian. Oh, go quick for us. Yes. Yes, um, I was, my father said if he lived to the year 2000, he'd buy himself a new Toyota Camry. And he lived to the year 2000 and bought himself a new one. He said he was going to give me his car. Uh-huh. And he drove country at 84 years old and brought me his um Toyota. Oh. And when he got there, it was all the, the mileage turned to zero, so I don't know how many miles it had on it. And I drove it for about seven years, and then my daughter came out visiting me, and she was going to rent the car while she was in town. We only have about 20 seconds, so go really quick for us. Anyway, she ended up buying me a new car, and, and you know what? I need to tell this story another time in a more better way. I will hope that you'll call us back. Please, Marilyn. We would love to hear it. Okay, next week. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Christian Car Guys Show. Remember, Jesus slowed down, or slowed down. Jesus (laughs) walked everywhere he went. Got it all done in 33 years. Thank you for listening to Christian Car Guys.